This is Karen Motokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Hello, my friend. I'm checking in on you today. How are you? And if you're doing well, embrace it and enjoy it. And if it's hard, and it's hard for a lot of us right now, I see you. I've got you. There's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) And it's not because there's something wrong with you. These are just hard, hard times. You're doing nothing wrong. Sure, we make mistakes. We fall down. We say the wrong things. We lose our temper. I get all of that. We are imperfect and amazingly beautiful humans. So my invitation to you is to bravely ask yourself this vital question. What do I need right now? That question has been my go-to as I have fallen or as there have been potholes in front of me that I've fallen into, not literally, but just emotionally, things that have happened, circumstances that have happened that I had to figure my way through. But before I can go through, I had to figure out what do I need so that I can keep going. So that's my invitation for you. Bravely ask yourself, what do I need? And bravely give yourself the space for the answer to come. Your brain isn't Google, especially when you're going through something that's a loss or a hard thing or trauma. You're not going to get this like, oh, this is what I need. Sometimes it's as simple as I need to go wash my hands. That happened last week for me with a pretty traumatic situation. And we were trying to figure out next steps. And my husband goes, okay, well, what are we going to do, do, do? And I'm like, okay, what do I need? What do I need? And what I needed was to go home and wash my hands. And the back of my brain was like, say what? But I listened to it. I didn't judge it. I told that voice in the back of my head, it's okay. I need to go wash my hands. It doesn't make any sense. This is what I need. I did that. That helped me fill back up so that I can go back and do the things that I needed to do. My invitation to you is be brave and ask yourself what you need. These are hard times, even though the world is opening up and in certain parts of the world, it's closing back down. These are hard times. Recently, I did the show Death by a Thousand Cuts, and I'm actually getting more clear about it. It's like death by a thousand cuts in our brain right? Like we're just getting cut after cut after cut, loss after loss, change after change. You know, I've, I've said to somebody this week, I'm like, my prefrontal cortex is no longer working. I have no more executive functioning skills. I can't even figure things out. That is what is happening. We have loss after loss after loss. And I say this to you 
from a place of, I have a lot of privilege in my life, right? My family has a safe place to live. We have food, we have shelter, we have medical insurance, and it has been a hard year. Last month, was it last month? No, a couple months ago when I did the year anniversary of COVID, (laughs) I thought, hmm, I'm not quite sure if this has been the hardest year of my life. I will reflect later on. My friends, I can say the last 15 months have been the hardest year of my life. Hopefully they don't get harder. (laughs) That's my hope. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) I'm not even asking what else can happen. Hopefully they don't get harder. (laughs) And on the outside, my life looks all the same, right? So it's the death by a thousand cuts and it's to the brain. It's to the brain. It's to my emotions. And it's another loss and another loss. And uh, holy moly, that just happened. And in the meantime, I have my health. I have all my basic needs. And it's been hard. And as I walk through this with my clients, and they will have, it's like survivor's guilt in a sense, like privilege guilt, like, well, I have my job, I have my family, and why is this so hard? Why is this so difficult? Or I accomplish this great thing, and why am I struggling and having such a hard time? It's the death by a thousand cuts. And what we have learned to do is instead of asking ourselves what we need, we're like, no, I must keep going. I must keep going. (laughs) Right. And I spent a lifetime doing that. And now I keep getting better and better at, oh, this is where I am. This is where I am. I got up this morning, you know what? I don't know, 3.56 because my brain's having a hard time sleeping these days. And I listened to something for a bit and I went for a walk. I had a scheduled walk with a girlfriend at 5.30 and we're figuring things out strategically. I came home. I was pretty jazzed. And then I just sat down and all of a sudden, all the adrenaline that I've been using for the last week just went seeping out of me. And I couldn't make decisions. I couldn't function. I looked at my husband and he asked me a simple question. And I said, I can't even make a decision right now. And I just laid there on my bed and I laid there. And part of me is like, I need to get to work. I need to get to work. This is not how I operate. I have work to do. And I just laid there because I asked myself, what do I need? And I gave myself permission to lay there on my bed. I didn't know if I was sleeping or if I was awake or not awake. I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't numbing. I was being. And by being, I was able to fill up. And I knew I needed to record this podcast for you all. There's other work I need to do. There's decisions I need to make. There's negotiations I need to do. But this morning, there was nothing left inside of me. And so what I needed to do was ask myself, what do I need? And what I needed to do was lay there and close my eyes and let go. Surrender from my to-do list, surrender from everything that I needed to do and give myself permission to close my eyes and be there. My invitation for you is to pay attention to what you need. The fortunate thing I have for today is there weren't any clients on the docket because I wouldn't have done that. There wasn't any hard deadlines that I needed to take care of this morning. I had some space to be able to allow myself this letdown. And really, that's what happens in our lives. Have you ever noticed when you go through something hard, you can function, 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 and then all of a sudden, 
when there's nothing that's totally needs to be done, accountable, all of a sudden, like you fall apart. That's what happens. Or that's what happened this morning. It wasn't that I fell apart, but it was like, oh, my body said, you don't have to keep going. You can actually let out. You can actually, I'm going to shut down your brain. It's not going to (laughs) work. It's not good when a life coach's brain doesn't work. So, but it did that. But I had the space, except that in my brain, I'm in my office by a certain time in the morning, by what, either seven or eight in the morning. But this morning I wasn't. And I gave myself permission and I knew I needed to record this podcast. And actually I had a different show that was written. This wasn't my intention to come here, but I'm pivoting because this is really relevant, especially with what we're all dealing with. The ability to ask ourselves for what we need, that when we fall down, when we go through hard stuff in the past, I would always say, it's so important to get back up and I've got your hand and I'm coming up with you. But there's something even before that. It's a contextual layer and it's asking ourselves, what do I need? What does support look like? You know, who are the people? At one point I thought, oh, I'm going to reach out to my girlfriend and see if she'll go have lunch with me. When I didn't have, remember, didn't have very good executive functioning. Normally I wouldn't have lunch during a work day with a friend, but I do need that. But it actually doesn't work with the schedule that I have later on today. So I realized that while I may have wanted that and desired that, that didn't work. But what did work was me to close my eyes and lay on my bed and to be there. And I do think I must have drifted off to sleep because there's kind of a joyful place in my brain to be in for a bit, which hasn't been the case. So we need courage to be able to ask ourselves what we need. Courage to be able to give ourselves the permission as an adult to be an adult and adulting and give us what we need along the lines of what's happening. If I had young kids, I wouldn't be able to do that because my kids would have wanted to be with me. Maybe I could have sat them in front of the television and then I just wouldn't have been able to, I would have had to tell myself no guilt, Corinne. Fortunately, I don't have young kids, but I had, I think it was a couple hours of space this morning that were what the old me would have said, a waste of time. But the Karen, whatever version I am today in 2021, said, this is what I need right now. And I give myself permission. It's not a waste. It's not a waste of time. And this is also why I have space built onto my schedule. Back in the fall, I did a podcast. and We'll put the link in the show notes. I think we called it like deal space or COVID space. And what I was realizing is as my clients were, you know, returning and some clients, their kids were going back to school and, but they were still used to running these really full pack schedules, right? Cause we need to be efficient. We need to be productive. We need to work more. We need to do more. We're always more, more, more. Cause that will eventually bring us to happiness. The lie that we've all bought into. But so one of my clients who lived on the East coast, her kids went back to school and then her daughter got sick and The disruption in her schedule, because she had back-to-back meetings, she works in corporate America, she's trying to find testing, you know, can't find testing for kids, then finds testing for kids, but then that's only for kids, not for adults. So there's like all of this energy, right, and brain space and brain juice that's being used up. And she's trying to get her kid back to school and she has meetings and she's trying to figure all this out. And one of the key learnings that we had from there was, oh, 
You need to have space because as kids go back to school and in this different time that we live in, there's going to be that they go to school, they may come home, they may not be at school because they may not be allowed because of some COVID restrictions or quarantine. And if we think that, oh, my child's going to be at school from 830 to 330 and I can guarantee it 99% of the time, we're going to fall down. We're going to fail, right? Because we're going to book all the way up to that. And we have to have space so that we can have the ability to take care of that, to transition, to support our kids, to take care of ourselves. And that's what this morning worked out to be. It's not the way I normally do it. The space I use is really for creative space and creating things for you all. But this morning, this my creative space was about filling me up because while I have a large capacity, the cup was empty. It was absolutely empty. So one way I filled it up was going for a walk. The second way I filled it up was going for a walk with a dear friend who's on my support team. You know, I'm so fortunate to have such good people in my life. And for those of you that feel alone, I haven't always felt this way, but I've been very deliberate in creating it and being very brave about asking for help and seeing also who can show up and who doesn't show up. And not making it about, am I a good enough person, right? Who shows up? Who has the courage to show up and who doesn't? And what do I need? So those are two ways. And then coming home and then pretty much collapsing and giving myself that space. And even as I logged on this morning to record this podcast for you all, I was sitting here going, I was looking at my notes because I'd written this show. Actually, it was supposed to be for last week. I'd written it. I was reviewing it. I'm like, none of it's absorbing in my brain. None of it's absorbing in my brain because <laughs> that's what's happening. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go through and I'll read it and it'll probably pop in. Thank goodness I've done this long. Well, and here I am totally pivoting, going off script, being with you because I was talking about the introduction and I realized that this asking for what we need is so, so important, especially during this time. These are hard times. and. In order to keep standing, which I've been talking about since the beginning, we have to take care of ourselves so that we can keep moving forward. And what do we need is going to be different for everybody else, right? What do you need? What does support look like for you? My other invitation for you is come up with a list, especially if you're not in a traumatic event right now or going through something difficult. If you have like a list, maybe it's, maybe you like baths right? Maybe you like to get your nails done and get a pedicure. Maybe it's a massage. I haven't had a massage since, you know, pre-COVID. Maybe it's you like time alone or reading a book or sitting in the shower. These are just different thoughts, you know, have that list. So that way, when you're going through that hard time and you're trying to figure it out and you're in that white space, you have an answer. And then sometimes even when you are standing there in a parking lot and your husband's saying, okay, what are we going to do next? And you're trying to figure out the next steps and you don't know because you've never done this before. And this is my situation last week. I I was looking down at my phone and I was looking at my phone and I'm like, what do I need? And I just said it inside my head. I don't think I didn't say it out loud. And all of a sudden this voice said, you need to go home you need to wash your hands. That was never on my list of what do I need? But in that moment, 
That's what I needed to do. And then in that moment, it was wash my hands. Well, go to the bathroom, wash my hands, little TMI. I needed water. I was so dehydrated. I needed to grab a sweatshirt because I was getting colder. I needed to take care of a few things to take care of some people. Needed to drink some more water. And then we were able to go out and go support the people we needed to support. So I've often talked about Martin Luther's King's, you know, you don't need to see this whole staircase. You just need to be able to see the first step and take the first step. My first step was to wash my hands. I can tell you this a year ago, two years ago, I'd be like, what's this wash the hands BS? I've got shit to get done. I need to go over here. Boom, boom, boom. And I would have eventually blown up and there would be a lot of caustic damage by asking myself what I needed. I've been able to be much more resilient this week as I've been moving through things. So that is why asking yourself what you need is really important. We need to be able to take care of ourselves so that we can continue to move forward so that we can support the people that we love to support the people that are around us, support the people that we're responsible for. And what we've been told to believe is taking care of yourself should be last on the list. Taking care of yourself is something that would be really selfish or only for the privileged few. Like washing my hands as a citizen of the United States of America that has a house is something that doesn't cost me any extra money except the gas to get home and to turn on the water. And I realize it's a huge privilege because not everybody in the world has running water. But washing my hands, that was simple. It wasn't like me getting a pedicure or going in, you know, an expensive massage. Oftentimes, the things that we need can be so simple. They can be so simple. They don't have to be fancy. They don't have to be expensive. And they can help fill us up so that we don't blow. When I think about, you know, all my years of being strong and capable and resilient and so proud that, you know, when the universe would whisper in my ear, it's like, I don't need to listen to her or the universe would like kind of drop a brick on my head. I'm like, oh, (laughs) I'm resilient. That didn't really affect me. Then I like go through the brick wall and come out the other side kind of wobbly and be like, but I'm still standing. I've got this. Yeah, I've got this, but guess what? There's going to be a shit show coming down the road and probably the shit show is going to be through from my family where I'm going to offload pain and suffering onto them because at some point I'm going to blow and I've had to learn from this and being able to emotionally regulate and by being able to feel my feelings and cry and all of that and then asking myself, what do I need? So my friend, that is my invitation to you. Come up with a list, a short list, and it's just a place so that you can have like a go-to list, especially when your brain's not functioning. You can start developing a practice, which I've been working on. That way, when I was in the middle of a crisis, I knew to ask myself, what do I need? Because I did not know what to do, but I could ask myself, what do I need? And that led me to a path where I took a step to take care of myself. And it's been a constant reminder so that I can give to others. I had somebody say to me later that night, well, this is too much for you. And I said, I will not give you what I do not have. And that is an amazing boundary that I have learned to have because before I used to give what I didn't have. And again, there was always a cost, not to that person. It was usually to myself or to my family. Those are my inner circle. So what do I need and do not give what you do not have? 
sending you big love right now. I've got you. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you'll love my weekly emails. I know you're thinking, Corinne, really? Do I want another email in my overflowing inbox? Yes, you do. Yippee, skippy, you do. These are short, they're sweet. On Fridays, I send out the Friday podcast. It's a great reminder that there's a new show and it comes straight into your inbox of the latest episode. Awesome. You click on it, you go straight because we all need reminders. We have busy full lives. And then on Sundays, I have my Sunday love column. And these are emails I write from the heart. They're filled with love. We need more love. We all do, myself included. These are short emails where you get a quick takeaway so you can incorporate this into your life. Because people often want to know what to do and how to do it. And maybe sometimes it's a story that you get, or there's like one time I wrote about the 10 ways to practice gratitude. And that became such a great tool when one of the readers was struggling in the middle of the night, because it can be a scary place in our brains in the middle of the night. And she remembered the email that I sent about 10 ways to practice gratitude. And she was able to practice gratitude and fall back asleep. And that was an awesome lesson for her to incorporate into her life. Go to the show notes and there's a link in the show notes where you can sign up and get these emails in your box. On a lake, she is dreaming, she is drifting, never been so wild.